Crappy diet advice. Always eat at the same time every day. If you're anything like me, you grew up hearing a lot of different diet tips. Do you remember when back in the day, just about any women's magazine and many of the men's ones too had those how to lose weight articles in them with the headline featured prominently on the cover? It was usually something wild to grab your attention like drop 10 pounds by eating so much grapefruit you lose the will to live or 15 simple exercises that you can do from the comfort of your prison cell or how to slim down for Christmas by pretending you're an atheist and morally opposed to candy canes or something to that effect. You know I'm being facetious, but not that much. If you do remember seeing these tips in magazines, do you remember what any of them were? Take a second to see if you can remember any of them. And also, what kind of tips have you seen online? Would you say that diet advice has changed over the years or not? And also, do you usually take this advice? I know back in the day when I had my little copies of Seventeen, Cosmo, and Vogue, I believed pretty much everything I read. It was sometimes written by a doctor or a nutritionist or some lady who had lost a ton of weight or some actress who probably wasn't even doing the diet she claimed she was doing anyways, or maybe just a journalist who was in a rush and just repackaged last year's diet tips. Who knows? But I trusted what I read. What about you? Well, today I want to look at one specific piece of weight loss advice that I know I've heard over and over, which is actually a crock of hot steaming BS. Sorry for the visual there. So, hi, this is Julie from Julie Sad Wellness, Holistic Weight Loss Coaching. That BS advice that I want to talk about today is the following. Always eat at the same time each day. How many of you have heard that one before? So if you have breakfast at 7, always have it at 7. If you have lunch at 12.30, always have it at 12.30. If you have a snack at 3 p.m., always have a snack at 3 p.m. And so on and so on. If you hear this advice, it might seem like a decent idea. I mean, for most things, it's good to have a schedule, isn't it? So my eating should also be highly regimented with regard to time, right? Well, not really. When you read this advice, this always eat at the same time hullabaloo, you often hear things like, this will prevent you from overeating. It's garbage advice, actually. It's an unsubstantiated claim. It's a bold-faced lie, really. (laughs) Don't fall for the lie, please. We're going to look at the science behind this in a moment, and I'm actually going to make the case that eating on a regular schedule might even cause you to be hungrier. But first, I want you to think about something. Let's just do a simple thought experiment here. Now, let's say that I grew up hearing that I had to eat at the same time every day or else I was going to get super fat. Okay, so I decide to take the advice and eat on a very regular schedule. But as we all know, life can be very unpredictable sometimes. So let's say, for example, that I decide I'm always going to eat lunch at 12 noon come hell or high water because that's what the fashion magazine writer lady told me I had to do in order to be pretty enough to buy fancy dresses that I saw in the fashion magazine. (laughs) So here's a little thought experiment that we're going to do together, okay? Now, remember, I have to eat lunch at noon or I can't buy the fancy dress because the magazine said if I don't eat lunch at the same time every day, I'm going to be fat. I'm going to be fat. I'm going to be fat. Ah... And the magazine says I should never be fat. Although half of their articles are about weight loss. So I don't know what the hell they would write about if we all finally did lose the weight. But never mind. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. 
the revolution is underway and we're going to stop wasting all of our precious mental energy on obsessing about our weight. If you're currently trying to lose weight, how many years have you been trying for? Just think about how much more mental space you'll have when you finally lose it for the last time and move on to bigger and better things, albeit in a smaller dress size. But I digress. Going back to our diet advice, what happens if I have this belief that I have to eat lunch at the same time every day or else, and then something comes along and messes with that plan? It happens, right? You get stuck at work or the restaurant you wanted to go to is closed or you burn your bacon and have to start cooking all over, whatever. Now you're eating at 1 p.m. or even at 2 p.m. God forbid. Here's what I want to ask you. If you have this firm belief that you always have to eat at the same time and you're now in effect making a mistake, what do you think is going to happen? How are you going to feel, especially if you're trying to lose weight and you've now ostensibly blown it? I think you're going to feel pretty lousy. You've broken this rule and now you're in this negative headspace and we all know what happens when you allow yourself to go there. It's this, oh my God, I messed up again. Dieting is impossible. I will buy Doritos. I deserve Doritos because the lady in the diet magazine said I had to eat at the same time every day and I didn't. Therefore, I'm having a bad day. Therefore, this diet is one I will shove. Therefore, Dorito, wait for me, my love. I tried to write iambic pentameter there at the end. And I know it didn't come out so well, but hey, life is for living. What can I say? All right. Anyways, the point is, if one day you break this rule that you have to eat at regular times every day, but you have it in your head that you need to follow this rule, you're going to feel bad. And I don't want you to feel bad about this rule because it really has little to no basis in science which apparently doesn't matter as somebody somewhere decided that it was true and now it's all over the place. For example, a quick Google search for the phrase, should you always eat at the same time, pulled up a blog article on the website of the University of San Diego School of Medicine Center for Healthy Eating and Activity Research, which is a nonprofit organization that has programs to help with weight loss, overeating, binge eating, and emotional eating. Okay, so these folks should be experts in all things related to weight loss, right? Yet, they have this craptastic advice on their website, which is, if you're running a marathon, you should pace yourself, and therefore, you should also eat in the same way, which is to say, at regularly scheduled meal and snack times. So, based on a metaphor that someone over there pulled out of their leggings, uh, (laughs) eating should be approached in the same way as running over 26 miles. Um, what? (laughs) this site, and remember, this is a site whose main purpose is helping people who have obesity and or are otherwise struggling with their eating. The site then goes on to give you examples of what to eat, which includes eating really frequently, which hopefully you know by now is a bad idea for most people, and recommends lots of really low fat and pretty high carb foods, which you also hopefully know by now is a bad idea too. And this is all interspersed with claims like that a sliced apple a few hours after breakfast should keep you energized until lunch. Really? What is going on here? I have never felt energized or satisfied simply by eating a piece of fruit on its own. I don't know about you, but that just makes me hungrier. So I'm beating up on this one particular institution pretty hard, but it's just because they were the first one that came up in my search. There are thousands of sites out there peddling the exact same crappy diet advice disguised as something somehow scientific. And what do we do? 
We believe it. We try it. It doesn't work. We place the blame on ourselves. We're weak. We're lazy. We have no willpower. You know what I have to say about that? Fuck that shit. Honestly, fuck it right in the face. The advice was bad. You received bad advice. You are not weak. You are not lazy. You do not have a lack of willpower, okay? I need you to understand that. This was not your fault. This was never your fault. This idea that we have to eat on a fixed schedule or else is part of this huge collection of weight loss advice that is constantly thrown at us even though it has pretty much no data to back it up. Another website that popped up in my search with this awful advice was a site called simple.life, which appears to be a home decoration blog, but also they're giving us nutrition info because yeah, that makes sense. Like, I know I should be nice, but dude, you're publishing things on the internet without really verifying if there's anything to support your claim. Come on, do better. Anyways, on this uh, lovely decoration website, which also wants to tell you what to eat and how and when, uh, they say, according to dietary studies, following a regular eating time may reduce the chance of weight gain and other health risks. Oh, they're claiming they have data. You know, we got to look at it, don't you? The page linked to an article, which then linked to two literature reviews. I've linked to them down below if you're curious, but I read through them all and the results are pretty all over the place. A few of the studies referenced did find a bit of a link between irregular eating times and some health issues, but there were so many confounding factors that don't appear to have been well controlled for. Like, for example, uh, some of the people that had irregular mealtimes were also working shift work or working nights. And, and we know that that can cause other problems with regards to weight and your metabolism. So it's not really that scientific of uh, a study um, in that case. So in general, there just really wasn't mm, very much compelling evidence in, in these reviews that I looked at. Many of the studies included in the reviews found no link between irregular eating and metabolic syndrome, for example. So we have to be careful when we see health advice online. Yes, I'm fully aware of the irony of the statement. I looked at more research to see if I could find a link to irregular meal timing and weight gain, but no such luck. If anyone has any good research on this that they'd like to share with me, please email me with it. But really, I didn't come across any. So the research doesn't seem to support this idea that we have to eat regularly, even though this advice is splashed all over the place. As I mentioned, I would go so far as to say that eating at regular times might even make you hungrier. Now, there are many different factors, both internal and external, that influence whether or not we're hungry. One of them is a hormone called ghrelin. You may have heard of it before. It's often referred to as the hunger hormone, and it basically does what it says on the tin. It makes you feel hungry. There are various parts of the body that release ghrelin, but the main one is the stomach. One of the cues for your body to release ghrelin is when your blood glucose is low. Another one is simply the clock. Our bodies have a clock-like mechanism controlled by the liver, which then communicates with the brain and has a hand in ghrelin secretion. So what happens is that if you eat on a regular schedule, your body will begin to secrete ghrelin just a bit before your eating times. I'm sure you've noticed this phenomenon if you usually eat lunch at the same time every day, for example. You'll usually start feeling pretty hungry when lunchtime nears. But here's the thing. This hunger that you're feeling that occurs because of this regular eating pattern is really mental. 
It's happening because your body is saying, it's time to be hungry. This is food time. And not necessarily because you don't have enough food in your system at the moment. So here's where I'm going to make some enemies, especially among my colleagues in the health and wellness space. I'm coming for you today, guys. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Something that's super popular right now is what's called intuitive eating. Have you heard of this before? The basic idea behind it is that we need to learn how to understand our hunger cues and that we shouldn't deny ourselves any one particular food or food group, but instead learn to trust that our bodies will tell us what to do. Well, I know this philosophy has worked for some people, and it's definitely less stressful than doing something like calorie counting, which doesn't work, especially not in the long term. However, there are two problems with this that I can see right off the bat. Um, one is that a lot of the food that we eat is barely classifiable as food. It's got ah, so much stuff in it. A lot of times if you eat something like Doritos, it's got these artificial flavors in it. And, you know, if it's a highly refined carbohydrate, it just messes with your body. You guys know this foods with very, very artificial components. But I have a couple problems with this idea of intuitive eating. One is that, you know, if you compare us to animals in the wild, you notice right away that, you know, animals in the wild aren't dieting. Animals in the wild aren't, you know, counting macros or putting their fruit calories into my fitness pal. They're just eating and their bodies are telling them when to stop and, and when not to. Um, so why are animals who are ostensibly stupider than we are naturally good at this and we're not? Well, we're good at it if we're eating real food. But so much of our food is ee, hanging on to foodness by a thread, let's say. It's just full of stuff. You guys know it. And the problem is that the body doesn't always recognize uh, this food as food. Or it recognizes it as food, but it's so lacking in nutrients that you're not really satiated. You guys know the drill. So this idea of intuitive eating, yeah, if your diet is natural, uh, you'll have more success with it. But if you're eating a lot of crap, no. That's like saying, oh yeah, I practice intuitive smoking. Uh, I only smoke when I have a craving. Um, no, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. And if you eat foods that are highly addictive, that are barely even food, your intuition is not going to work so well. So that's problem number one I have with intuitive eating. Problem number two is since I just was telling you about ghrelin and I told you that ghrelin runs on the clock, basically, you might not be feeling real hunger. <laughs> and, and so my other problem, uh, let's wait for the instant pot. Oh, my food is ready. My food is ready. So in addition to the fact that if you're not eating real food, your body really doesn't know what to say to you. <laughs> we also have this clock in our livers that tells us we're hungry solely based on the fact that it's noon and we always eat at noon. So in that case, is that true hunger? I'm asking sincerely because I don't know. To me, that sounds like scheduling, not true hunger. So what am I getting at here? If you eat at regular times each day, you will receive these hunger signals from your body simply because it's time to eat. So you'll be getting these powerful feelings. And if you don't know already, let me tell you that they can be quite powerful simply because it's time to eat and not necessarily because your body needs food at that moment. 
So if you'd like to get more in control of your hunger and get closer to what I would call experiencing true hunger, which many of us have never experienced at all in our lives, one thing you could try is switching to a more irregular meal schedule. For example, you could have your meals at different times each day, or you could try skipping a different meal on different days, maybe skip breakfast on Monday, skip dinner on Tuesday, and skip lunch on Wednesday, whatever works with your schedule. As always, try it, check it, tweak it. See what changes you notice, and of course, bear in mind that the first few days that you try this might feel really hard, but it should get easier very quickly. So in summary, the advice that we've always heard to always eat at the same time every day is not necessarily good advice. As with any diet tip you may hear, all that really matters is what works for you. So if you like the idea of eating at the same time every day, then by all means stick to that. However, if you'd like to give a more varied eating schedule a try, I would say don't be scared that you're doing something wrong by not eating at the same time every day because you're not. All right, so that's it for today. I hope this information has been useful to you and has made you think. If you know anyone who could benefit from it, please share it with them. I'd also like to let you know about a free resource I have on my website. It's a simple PDF planner that you can download and use as a checklist to make sure you've scheduled all your medical appointments for the next few months. I found that the pandemic really threw off my schedule and that when things started opening up again, I was super behind on a lot of my appointments, like going to the dentist, the gynecologist, the eye doctor, all that stuff. And it's really, really easy to put off putting it on your calendar. So if you feel like you need to get a bit organized in terms of scheduling your medical appointments, this download is a great tool to get you back on track. I'll leave a link to it in the description below. All right. Thanks so much for listening and have a happy and healthy day.